Hey there, welcome back to Grace for Your Journey. So glad that you're with us. If you're new, of course, welcome on in. We're in 1 Kings 21, and we have just seen in the last episode, Jezebel, the queen, Ahab's wife, plot, plan, and deliver the murder of an innocent man just so Ahab could get some land next to his palace. No joke. It sounds like no one would do that, but that's exactly what she did. Just to remind you, there was this uh, uh, vineyard next to Ahab's house, and Naboth, the guy who owned it, wouldn't sell it to Ahab because it was a family heirloom. It was passed down to him by his father. It meant more than just land. It was part of the family tradition in the family estate, so he wasn't going to give it up. So Ahab goes home and pouts. That's actually what he did. Jezebel walks in and sees him pouting. His face is sullen. He's vexed. He hasn't eaten. So she takes things into her own hands. Again, the takeaway point from last episode was this. Just because someone champions your cause doesn't mean they share your values. So here's what she did. She she hatched a plan where they would be this big fast. They would all come together for prayer. And then two people, he, she called them worthless, or the Bible calls them worthless people. That means people who would be dishonest, who would lie. Gets two people to go to the go to the fast. And guess what? They they uh, they go there and um they lie and uh Naboth is killed. They said that he had cursed God and cursed the king, which wasn't true. He just refused to sell the king some land. That's not cursing the king, right? And they took him out and they stoned him to death. So not only did he die, but he died a horrible death being beaten with stones. So that happened in the last episode. So Jezebel um, just found out that Naboth is dead, that he's been stoned. And so here's what happens. Now, as soon as Jezebel heard that Naboth had been stoned and was dead, Jezebel said to Ahab, arise now, take possession of the vineyard of Naboth, the Jezreelite which he refused to you after you offered him money. For Naboth is not alive. He is dead. And soon as Ahab heard that Naboth uh, was dead, Ahab arose to go down to the vineyard of Naboth, the Jezreelite, to take possession of it. So he goes down there and he, he basically assumes the land into his kingdom, sort of eminent domain. You know, the guy who owned it is dead. We're not going to honor anything as far as a will or being passed to his to his heirs. We're going to take it ourselves. So then here's what happens. Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah the Tishabite. Now, if you remember, Elijah's a prophet. He had done a lot of stuff. If you've been with us through the book of First uh, Kings, you've seen Elijah do some amazing things. God speaks to him. Elijah obeys. And I, really, heaven and earth move as this prophet speaks and honors the Lord. So the word of the Lord came to Elisha and said this, now arise and go down to meet Ahab, the king of Israel, who is in Samaria. Behold, he is in the vineyard of Naboth, where he has gone to take possession of it. And you shall say to him, thus says the Lord, have you killed and also taken possession? And you shall say to him, thus says the Lord, in the place where dogs licked up the blood of Naboth, shall dogs lick up your own blood. Yeah, so here's what happens when you're stoned. There was a couple of ways they did it. They either buried you up to your head, and then they pelted your head with stones, or they chased you down and circled you, right, and stoned you to death there. You know, with big ones, they would try to crush your skull. I hate to be so graphic, because this is what they did. Or some areas where they practiced stoning regularly, there was a pit. They would throw you in the pit, everybody would stand around it, and then they would pelt you with rocks, and, um, and that's what would happen. So, um, he says, basically, 
go and tell him that just what happened to Naboth is going to happen to you. So here's what happens. So Ahab said to Elijah, have you found me, O my enemy? He answered, he said, I have found you because um, you have sold yourself to do what is evil in the sight of the Lord. Behold, I will bring disaster upon you, says the Lord. I will utterly burn you up and will cut you off from Ahab, every male bond or free in Israel. So listen, Elijah's giving it to him saying, hey, look, God is coming after you. All your men are going to die. You're not going to have any lineage. Your kingdom's not going to be able to survive. This is this is God really exacting judgment on Ahab for listening to his wife. So here's what happens. Now I will make your house like the house of Jeroboam, the son of Naboth, and like the house of Basha, the son of Ahijah. For, in, for the anger to which you have provoked me, says the Lord, and because you have made Israel to sin, and of Jezebel, your wife, who you've been listening to, who's led you around, and of Jezebel, the Lord said, the dog shall eat Jezebel within the walls of Jezreel. Anyone belonging to Ahab who dies in the city, the dog shall eat. And anyone who dies in the open country, the birds of the heavens shall eat. So what he says here, it says, look, the judgment is coming. And this judgment is so profound that no one is even going to care for the dead bodies. You're going to be so anathema to everyone around because of what you've done to an innocent man and what you've allowed Jezebel do to an innocent man that no one's even going to care for you. This is part two of an episode, our last episode. Be careful who you have around you. Just because someone champions your causes doesn't mean they share your values. Jezebel was about herself, had nothing to do with the Lord. She worshiped false gods. She had the the people of God killed. This was years prior to this point. She was a wicked person. But the leader of Israel drew her close, married her, and he was influenced to do evil things. Be careful who's walking beside you, my friends. Ask the Lord for wisdom, for insight and understanding, and guess what will happen? You'll have unbelievable grace for your journey. You really will. Let me pray for you. Father, we love you so much and thank you for today. And now, Lord, be with us as we live for you. Give us wisdom, Lord, to discern the people around us, who we need to walk with, who we need to listen to, Father, help us understand that today. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, it's God's blessings on you. Love you. And we're going to talk again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.